Jesus is in the upper room with his disciples. He knows that he's leaving there to be betrayed, tried, and crucified. And he wants to offer encouragement to these disciples that something better is coming. He tells them about the Holy Spirit. But he uses a Greek word that means so much that it's impossible to translate into English. And this is exactly as it should be. I'll prove it to you in less than 10 minutes. Welcome, Bible nerds. I'm David Jesse. I believe that understanding the Bible in its historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context helps us see Jesus more clearly, love him more dearly, and follow him more nearly day by day. It only makes sense that the Holy Spirit is impossible to define. He is God after all. Welcome to Bible Nerds Daily. Every weekday, I share with you a verse of the day that is designed to help you become a better follower of Christ. If you're encouraged and challenged by this podcast, please share it with your family and friends and follow the show on your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss an episode. The Greek word we're going to look at over the next several minutes um, and try to understand is paraclete. It means helper and advocate and counselor and even more than that. In the upper room, Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. And then I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot accept because it doesn't see him or know him, but you know him because he resides with you and will be in you. John 14, 15 through 17. The King James version translates it as comforter. Uh, the English standard version and the new American standard Bible use the word helper. The New International Version and the New English Translation use advocate. And what we should take from these differences is that the Holy Spirit is greater than we can comprehend. He is the key to the Christian life. Most of the older translations of the New Testament use the title comforter to translate the Greek word paraclete. Scholars believe the English definition goes all the way back to John Wycliffe, the famous theologian who fought for every Christian to have access to the scriptures. But today, the word seems limited to a loving embrace or even a warm blanket. The Holy Spirit does bring us comfort this way, but he does so much more than that. Another translation of paraclete is counselor. It brings to mind someone we're getting advice from. Is your marriage in trouble? Go to a marriage counselor. Finances messed up? Meet with a financial counselor. Not sure which classes to take? Email your academic counselor. The Holy Spirit definitely provides us counsel and direction when we ask, but he does so much more than that. Some scholars prefer the word helper. When I hear that word, it kind of feels upside down. This is God in spirit form, but it feels like helper means he's in service to us, not the other way around. While the Holy Spirit does come to our assistance and aid, he does so much more than that. 
Most recent scholars have settled on advocate as the best single word to use to translate paraclete. Uh, they choose it because the word suggests someone standing in place of another and offering a defense for them. Think of a lawyer. Um, this is a good description of an important part of what the Holy Spirit does. He advocates for us before the Father. But still, this word comes up short. The Holy Spirit does so much more than that. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He does provide us counsel when we need it. He helps us in our weakness and brings us the power we need to do the work we're called to do. And thank God, he advocates for us before the Father. But Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit for almost all of three chapters in the Gospel of John. So instead of worrying about which single word best defines an undefinable God, we should probably just spend some time learning who he is and knowing him better. the path before us to be clearly seen and easily followed. But the Bible teaches us that we're barely going to be able to see even the next step. This is how we learn to trust God. Let's look at this tomorrow. If this podcast is an encouragement to you and you want to pay it forward, then I want you to check out a ministry that means the world to me called One Child. One Child brings hope to hard places by helping children around the world who are facing extreme poverty. One Child's Child Champions bring food and medicine and education and the gospel to children who wouldn't have it otherwise. You can make a one-time donation, a recurring donation, or you can sponsor a child and help support the work of this amazing ministry. There is a link for it in the show notes, and you can check out thebiblenerds.com for more info. What if I told you that one of the foremost Orthodox Jewish scholars of our day believes that Jesus fits perfectly into the religious expectations of first century Judaism? Don't believe me? Pick up the Jewish Gospels, the story of the Jewish Christ by Daniel Boyarin. There is a link for it in the show notes. It is the feature resource on thebiblenerds.com. Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path.
The psalmist is giving us a really important picture of walking by faith. We'll try to see it more clearly tomorrow. For now, go read your Bible.